Fucked up. Are we started? You know that shit ain't normal, right? Smoking crack constantly. Goddamn. What the fuck, dude? In the moment, I was fucked up for this stuff. This is a safe place where you can be honest. Staying clean every fucking day. Running away from that fucking insane life that I was living, dude. These things are funny right now that it's over and you survived them. You know, going to meetings and just focus so much on my sobriety. <laughs> Fuck that, bro. Sure. <laughs> they did not off the middle conversation, dude. And you're like, what? I'm not high. What is the first step? Welcome to Not So Anonymous. This is the meeting after the meeting where our goal is to bring to you the most honest talk possible about the journey of our recoveries and the war stories of our drug addictions. My name is Dylan and I am a drug addict. I'm Donnie, crackhead from Backwoods, Ohio. I'm Goomer, recovering addict. And I'm Jordan, a severe alcoholic from the streets of Seattle. All right. All right. Oh, shit, dude. Wake up. <laughs> What's up? First of the month. <laughs> wake up. It's podcast time. Uh, well, three of us need to wake up. What? I don't, you just took a nap, so you're kind of refreshed, right? I'm good, dude. You're good. Uh, I'm always good. I'm awake. I'm geeked. Fucking Jordan. I don't know what to <laughs> Jordan, <laughs> I know. He's over here dancing like and a shit. motherfucker, dude. Oh man, these energy drinks are making your life unmanageable right now. It dude. is, dude. You crush them. I know. I, I I really do need to stop. I got a coffee today, and I thought that you know I was being better, and then you know followed by tonight drinking three energy drinks. Are you uh, on your third? I already finished my third. So. Oh, dude, you're mm. wired. I drank one at the meeting, and then two since we've been here. <laughs> nice. So uh, yeah, yeah. That that needs to be one of the things that goes next on my quit list. That and the nicotine. Ooh, um, nicotine. Been yeah. on that last vape for a while now. Yeah, <laughs> a couple <Nope>. of months. <laughs> this is you. the last one each time. I just love how serious you were when you told me that, though. I, dude, you didn't I was even make eye contact. Serious, you like, looked at the stars and were like, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready, dude. I was, I was full on ready. And then the second that thing ran out, I was like... I got to get another one. Uh, <laughs> Fuck. I know. It's rough, dude. I remember, the, I remember like the first time that I went to go quit, like I had ran out of cigarettes and I was like, this can be a legitimate moment. You believe it. Like, well, no, no. Well, hold on. <laughs> I believe that I wanted to. And then I drove past the store and the panic mode set in the same way as like when I was quitting drugs or something like that. And I was like, oh shit. And it was like, dude, you've always said it. Like, them damn cigarettes make your life unmanageable. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I always like would get pissed at you. And I'd be like, dude, shut up, Donnie. <laughs> Don't start with that. <laughs> but then, like, now I'm starting to pay attention to little things. And I'm like, ah, yeah, yeah, making stops, mm-hmm. spending money, taking time away. Yep. I can see it, dude. Unmanageability. Yeah. You're coming it- up on a year, right? Yeah, man. Uh, should have a year by the time we drop this episode. If I make it that a year, a year of no smoking cigarettes, dude. You know? Yeah, that was fucking one of the hardest things I ever did, man. But the uh, the the freedom that I feel now from not smoking cigarettes, and I look back and reflect and see how much freaking control those things had over me, it's insane. And uh, like the unmanageability, I fr- I remember one time like when I was trying to quit, and I was like, I'm not gonna buy a pack. I'm not gonna buy a pack. And I I leave the bank. 
and I, like I, I surrendered to the the addiction at the bank. I like I like <laughs> at the bank. I, no, I, like, I, I like picked up money for some reason. Uh, I don't know why. But I, like I got some cash out just to have some cash, and then I was like, I was like, all right, you know, I was like, fuck it. I need a pack of cigarettes like right now because this was like I don't, know, I don't know six or eight hours throughout my day that I didn't smoke a cigarette, and that thought the whole time was just so powerful, man. And I I like crossed, I pulled out of the bank. And I went across the street to this little like convenience store. Well, I didn't use my turn signal. I got pulled over going to get a pack of cigarettes. And then he gave me a seatbelt ticket that was like $75, dude, all because I had to go across the street to get a pack of cigarettes. And that's when I was like, wow, these things are literally making my life unmanageable and like costing me money. The power of a cigarette. And it was like a huge realization that day when I fucking did that, dude. And, and then I... I proceeded to quit i don't like i don't know a month after that or so how you feel about that <laughs> um that's like dude the- i quit doing fat- fentanyl and <laughs> <laughs> drinking dude. like leave my fucking energy drinks and cigarettes bro like fuck dude let me have something <laughs> let, let have something dude it like, feels that way for real though. it does man but i get it man i just get winded dude like just playing soccer and just like trying to be active and exercising and stuff like that it does take yeah. a toll <laughs> health wise like I, I do but like I enjoy smoking a cigarette man do you? I do <laughs> okay I really do I believe you so, I mean I time. still look at them and they, they, they it still like looks good you know it's just like the drugs are drinking but I know that it's it's not good for me it's not serving me at all but I do agree with you, Goomer. I mean, it's that one less like, crutch. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, I, I, I gotta, I give myself some slack because, like you said, like, yeah. considering what I have given up so far, like, right. just leave me alone for a little bit. I, I, I feel you on that too, man. I'll There's, get there. Mm, okay. okay, I'll be here for you. But I'm really, I'm I've been trying to quit for like six months. So. <laughs> Don't try, just do it. You know, I told myself I'm not gonna quit. I'm not gonna say this is the last pack. Like, I'm just not gonna buy them anymore or try not to buy them. And like if you know if you're around, I'll just bum them off you. Dog, yeah. <laughs> I tried. I tried that for You'll months. Buy, you I smoked, buying cigarettes for the whole oh, group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I smoked OPCs, dude, for like two months. I'd just bum cig- other people's cigarettes. <laughs> OPCs. <laughs> I'd smoke. I was, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> every me- every meeting, I bum cigarettes off people, but yeah. it is a different type of unmanageability, though, man. Like I said, I don't want to sit here and like bash it i don't really want to make this episode a cigarette episode no, like at no. all but do but, you ever do you ever miss time with your family because of cigarettes god damn it i just said i didn't want to make this <laughs> 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 like i'm already bored with this dude i don't I'm bored in what well, you want to talk about manageability what oh, uh, nothing what are you gonna say you're good I'm don't manage- don't do it. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say unmanageability. I got a story on unmanageability. Yes, <laughs> tell me your unmanageability story. <laughs> so uh, this one time, this was a few years back. Uh, I went to EDC, which if you don't know what EDC is, it's like a a giant fucking rave in the middle of Vegas. So you take like the two things that I love most: Vegas and raves. Do you did you love Vegas? Like I that? love Vegas, dude. Really? I still love Vegas because uh, uh, you. Uh, you get to be fucked up the whole time, and it's perfectly oh. acceptable. Where, I did didn't even gamble? go gamble. No. no, you didn't get. Oh, I went. Yeah, I, yeah. I, Vegas. I went to pool. I I I lost lots of money because I went to pool parties. I spent it all on booze. Like fucking, I was going to clubs and doing all that shit in Vegas. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I love 
fucking DJs and electronic music. So, and that's where they all just like play every single night. Like world headliners are always in Vegas. Right. So I went to, I went to this rave or EDC and uh, so the whole time, the whole day leading up, like it, it start, it goes from like seven at night to seven in the morning. It's like a huge thing, right? Yeah, for like three days. Jeez. And uh, and um, so the whole day, all the way up until seven at night, I was just getting fucked up because we were in Vegas, dude, and I was just drinking, drinking, um, like more than anyone in in our group. And we're in Vegas, right? <laughs> and I was I was with people that drank, but I was fucking drinking like we were going through <laughs> vodka bottles like a motherfucker and it's acceptable at that time right, right? like now you're not ashamed of how much <laughs> yeah. you drink it's like well i'm in vegas <laughs> i should be able to do this so um it's the first night and like i'm hammered and we're getting ready to go and i'm on it so what you do is you buy shuttle passes because it takes you all the way to the rave it's like a 45 minute shuttle so i, I spent like 250 bucks on the shuttle pass to take me but i was on a different one than all my friends Cause they bought like the premium one and I just bought like the cheapest one. And, uh, and, but I was, I was so fucked up that I didn't like, I didn't want to figure out how to take the shuttle. So I just called a lift. So I'd already paid for a ticket, but I called a lift to drive me 45 minutes Ooh. over to this and like far distance to the rave. Right. Do you have any recollection of what that bill was? I don't. It was all, like almost a hundred dollars. I think. Mm. Yeah, it was up there. And so um, then we get there, and um, you know uh, we're all going around, still buying drinks and stuff in there. And then like the sun goes down, we're all like, "All right, let's pop our acid." And now at this at this time, I wasn't like that experience with acid i had done it like twice but never at a concert especially not at a rave with four hundred thousand people nice. <laughs> so um and up to this point you've been drinking all i've day, been drinking so, all right? day so we take the acid and like oh, hits I, you take i start just one okay. but uh double dip you'll find out as it was a lot stronger than any of <laughs> us had planned on it being mm. And so, you know, it's, it, you start to feel good and walking right. around dancing. And then like, I just remember we're running around cause there's lights and all this stuff everywhere. Like it's made for people to be high on acid. Right. That's what the whole thing is for. So like, we're running around doing all this fun stuff. Felt like a movie, dude. I'm seeing all these lights and all this stuff everywhere. Holy shit. And then all of a sudden I'm just like fucking gone. Like. I'm different seeing colors planet. first on a different planet oh. for a little while. <laughs> it like, feels that way. Like I'm on a different, like I like it went this weird thing. Like I thought I was like the color red and like all that. Like I don't even know what was going you through my you head. You were dude. the color red? I thought I was the color red. <laughs> <laughs> like your skin or you just, that's I not, know I was the color red. That's not you were like, like all red? It's not even a good color to be. <laughs> I know, <laughs> your aura is all fucked up. It's a perfect color. I was the color red. I don't know how to explain it, but that's the best way. And then I'm, I'm on this I'm on this other planet, and I see, I'm on this other. <laughs> I, see, I see my friend's face just come out of the color red and just go like right up to my face, and he goes, "Jordan, you lost your phone." And I look at him and I go, "I did." And he goes, "You just told me you lost your phone." And I'm like, "Fill my pockets." I'm like, oh, I have my phone. <laughs> So we're like, shit. And so like, I'm kind of back now, you know, right? And then, kind of um, back. <laughs> the girl, one of the girls that was uh, not uh, on drug, on acid was like, okay, let's go find your phone. She takes me um, 
to go find it. And lo- like, we got very lucky. Some people were actually going to turn it into lost and found and we saw them. So they gave me my phone back. Dude. And, and a crowd of 400,000 people. Yeah. You saw the people shit. with your phone. Well, we went back to where we were sitting. Oh, and okay. so I had just left it on the ground where we were sitting. And so, um, she was like, I'm going to take this and put it in my bag. And I was like, yes, please do. Like, cause uh, I don't want to lose it again. And uh, then as we go back, I'm like, is it okay if I like hold on to your back? Cause I don't really know where I'm at right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and so we're walking back to our group of friends and I'm holding on to her. And I don't know what happened, but at some point in time, I started holding on to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, dude. And then, like, I'm like, you're not my friend. And I, I fucking <laughs> look around and everyone's gone and I am tripping balls, dude. I, uh, yes. I'm like, <laughs> I love it. I'm tripping balls. And they have my phone. Mm. And there are 400,000 people there. And so instead of, like, you know, maybe being this, maybe being smart going, Oh, they're probably real close. I should just stand here. I'm off to try to find them. <laughs> so uh, I end up being lost at this rave for 12 hours by oh, myself, shit. tripping my ass off on acid. And like, I remember going up to the, my, my, my uh, camel pack was jammed. I couldn't get the lid off. And especially cause I was like really tripping really hard. I, like, I couldn't figure it out. So I got up to the water station cause I was so fucking thirsty. And I just handed it to the lady. I was like, eh? Eh? And she's like, what, what do you want me to do? I was like, eh? No, no words. Different planet, bro. And she couldn't get it off. So I felt like I worked, I felt like I worked on it forever, dude. And I got it open and I finally got some water. And, and like, it was just this giant, you know, like I had to pee, but every time I walk to the porta potties, man. Those are fucking scary when you're tripping mm. out hard, bro. Dude. And I'm just you get like, lost in those. so then I would, I would go back to where <laughs> lost yeah. in those? you can, dude. You do. That door closes. Dude, you're fucked, that door dude. closes, and you're just like, oh shit. Dude. When I was tripping, I stood away from bathrooms and all <laughs> mirrors, <laughs> mirrors yeah. and bathrooms. Dude. Oh, yeah, no dude. way. <laughs> and so I, I kept going, I kept going back to like where we had a locker, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna sit down here and wait for some of them to come one of them to come back to the locker and I would sit there crisscross applesauce on the ground <laughs> <laughs> and and then no one would come and I'd be like fucking dude I'm at EDC I need to walk around and go watch shows so I go around for an hour and then I come back and I do it again <laughs> sit there just got stuck in there like I'm gonna wait I'm like fuck it man I'm at EDC I'm gonna go walk around <laughs> so I do this all for you know fucking 12 hours the sun comes up and I thought about going back to my hotel because I was like I at least I would feel safe there be- and you know whatever and uh, but I took the lift there so I didn't even know how to get back on the shuttle oh and you don't have your phone and I don't have my phone mm. so uh, I end up staying there till it like closes at like 8 oh, and then I wait geez. in this I wait in this long ass hotline to get a taxi to pay $120 on the taxi mm. to take me back to the hotel. By the time I get back to the hotel, I like knock on the hotel room door. And my, my friends are like, Oh God, please let that be Jordan. Please let that be Jordan. Holy they shit. open it up and I'm just like, I need a fucking drink. And I just continue to pound the, the fucking bottle and then continue to go buy more because I was, you know, Feeling I was better. fucked up. So, like that whole story to say that like I ended up spending so much money I lost a day with my friends. Dude. <laughs> and I, uh, thought, I thought, hey, 
you know, this is Vegas. And you know, for, for some people it is Vegas, but for me it was the start of uh, a habit being formed. Was that kind of like early on in your, I guess, real bad drinking career? I would say... Was I would that s- near the peak of your downfall? It, I would say it was like that trip and the, the drinking on that trip was when I started to have withdrawals if I didn't drink. Mm. So yeah. I, I, I mean, I've always loved alcohol and been, a, and been a drinker, but that was the trip where like I started to have withdrawals if I didn't drink because I drank the entire time. Like there was the, after the second night, I remember too, like I was coming back, everyone's sleeping cause they've been raving until eight in the morning. And I was coming, waking everybody up. Like we're in fucking Vegas. And I'm like chugging a <laughs> bottle, like fucking cause I couldn't sleep. And I'm just kind of being an annoying little shit, which I do apologize to those friends for, but I think they had a fun time with me there. But uh, yeah, that, the, that it was a very, very fun trip. But yeah, that was definitely the start of my, uh, my unmanageability because then from then on it was like i can't sleep without it you know if i i'm having like these weird kind of fucking mental breakdowns if i don't have it and and all this different stuff so that was when it it was starting but it hadn't gotten into its full full alcohol full-blown alcoholism yet where and i was just and up to this point had you ever even considered that you had a problem no so, so none, all of this was just simply chalked up to Vegas. It was chalked up to Vegas, EDC, and having fun. Mm. Yeah, which is, you know. Because I it, listen to that story, and it's funny as fuck, but, like, I'm like, that doesn't sound fun. Yeah. That sounded scary. Like, that sounded like, I mean, not, I, I don't know. It sounded like it was hard on the body. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it was. You know, uh, I, like, every time I went to Vegas, it's like when I came back and I had to go you know, get an IV drip or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah, that's just how I would do Vegas. And I thought it was normal. I thought I was just a normal person that went to Vegas, you know, right. but you know. did you, <laughs> did you continue this? Like when you got home, like, would you, is that how you would party a lot? Like, would you try to like continue that momentum after yes. that? Cause you said this trip kind of was like a kickoff point towards like withdrawals and that type of alcoholism. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it kind of just progressed from there until it just got too ugly. And I mean, where were your parents on all this? Like, what were they saying? Because like, I know um, in previous episodes, you've talked, you know, about your sister and how like neither you or your parents had no concept of recovery or anything like that at mm-hmm. all. What was it like the second go around, man? And just kind of seeing the effects that you were taking on, you know, you were having on them and just your life and peer life in general. Well, it, it's kind of hard because at first, you know, um, I would always just chalk it up to my parents are kind of prudes that don't drink. So they think if you drink, you're an alcoholic. That's what I thought in my head. And I'm like, I drink everyone I know. Cause at this time, like I drank more than my friends, but you know, I, I would still party with my friends. My life wasn't unmanageable, like unmanageable yet. I was still going to work and I was still, you know, I was holding down my job. I wasn't drinking during work. I might go in on no sleep, but I wasn't like drinking at work and all this stuff. So I was, I was making all these, I was like, I'm just having fun. You know, I'm just, uh, I thought I was normal, like being normal around my friends. And I thought my parents were just prudes mm. and granted they were right all along. And I've made amends to them and told them that they were right all along. And I was just, you know, too blind to see it. Um, but I, you know, I had been told that like a couple times, like, uh, even my ex-girlfriend when we broke up, she, she told me, she was probably the first person to tell me I was an alcoholic. And I said, bullshit. <laughs> you're just you're just saying that i'm like i just fucking like to drink i like to have a good time and that's what i said to everyone i just like having a good time oh and, yeah and 
um, you know, I didn't, I didn't even know that. Like, I knew there were alcoholics, but I didn't know that your body could become physically dependent on alcohol until it happened to me. Do you remember your first withdrawal from alcohol? Yeah, it was that after that Vegas trip. Mm. Holy shit! What did it, what did it look like? What did it feel like? Uh, it was insomnia, not being able to sleep, and my um my entire body, like maybe every five minutes, jolting. Dude, mm. the, the, the jolts. jolts. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. It yeah, would be dude. crazy on when you're just laying there and I was like, pop! Yeah. Was like, <laughs> Everything in my whole mind, no control whatsoever, yeah. dude. Uh, <laughs> the fucking anxiety, dude. Like the oh man. I thought I was dying, dude. I was like, because <laughs> yeah. we also did like Molly and stuff on the trip too. I was like, I fried my brain. Something's wrong inside oh, yeah. me, you know. But it was the it was from all the booze that I drank was mm-hmm. really what it was, dude. And you were still going like because I remember. There were a lot of times where I would stay up all night, I'd party, and I wouldn't go to sleep, and I'd go straight to work from, like, mm-hmm. a whole night of just hard drinking, you know, Coke, all of it, and I'd just, like, bring a little bag, and I'd still drink all the way up there, and that day, it, you know, the work day was hell, but I remember, like, telling, like, one of my family members, I was like, dude, I didn't even go to sleep, like, yada, yada, and they're like, you still went to work? you are like, that's grown man shit. Yeah. Good job. Exactly. I was like, yeah, you're fucking right, it is, Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm a bitch. I'm that dude. I'm the one. I'm the one. Dude, I got this. It feels that way. It feels that way. And like you have that like a constant. You're like, I still fucking go to work, and I do. I I kept that pride for a long time until it stopped happening. Until I stopped going to work. (laughs) Not today. (laughs) Yeah, dude. And you know, and I I think I did speak about this before, but you know, it it kind of goes with what my sponsor was talking about with me. He was like, you know, that whole like just screwed up delusional way of thinking and our pride and our ego almost convinces us what we're doing is tight. Like what we're doing is cool. Like I thought I was cool as fuck. Like I was like, I'm the man, dude. Like I can handle this shit. I'm still at work, still making my money, still paying my bills, dude. I'm the man. Like, I can handle this shit. And then one day, oh, I didn't hear my alarm go off. Mm-hmm. Now I'm missing work. Mm-hmm, and now yeah. my boss is like, yo, where you at? And I'm like, oh, you know, sorry, dude. I'll be right there. And then all of a sudden, slowly but surely, like, it just starts taking that slide. Yeah. It gets worse and worse and worse. And I thought that, <laughs> I thought, I, I, dude, I really thought I could manage it. And looking back at it now, like, I've been in real estate a while, but I always had another job, too. Um Dude, I was unemployable. I, I didn't get fired, and it was only because of the dude that I worked for. He was a close family friend of mine, and I would fucking lie to him all the time. And he knew it. He knew it. He knew what was going on. <laughs> he knows my family situation. Like, he's grown up with us. And, and looking back at it now, I'm like, holy shit. If I was, like, actually, like, employed with, like, a, like, a, like somebody, yep. not, mm. like, family, there's no shot. I'm absolutely fired real fast. But those things... I don't look at when I'm in addiction. I look mm. at, look, fucking roof's over the head, baby. I don't yeah. got a problem. <laughs> Seven billion people. <laughs> I got this shit, you know? Like, it's crazy, dude. And it's just weird, that delusional way of thinking and how my mind can trick myself or how I try to protect myself from my own ugly truth. Yeah. And it's like, even with that, in the story I told the last time, the, when I got fired from the hotel, so that was the first time I got fired from a job. And in my mind, it's, Fuck that job. Fuck, they're stupid. Like, who would fire someone for this? It's blah, 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 blah. You're blaming that. Mm-hmm. And when in reality, it's it, when I look back on it, I was like, I'm surprised they kept me on for so long. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I must be really charming or something. You know, <laughs> people want to keep me around, even though. <laughs> crazy, man. It does, man. It feels that way. You know what's weird too is it seems like all of us at one point were like pretty successful during our addiction. At least it's like on paper. At least like on paper. Like Goomer, you were talking about like you made from what I can remember probably the most amount of money you ever made yeah. throughout a year when you were actively using still right yeah and I'm just, did that keep you from your rock bottom or whatever whatever your bottom ended up being for a while nah, man the more I made the faster it went dude it was crazy mm. I, I'm horrible with money dude till this day it's like I'm like I can't manage money to save my life dude it's just like if, if I don't have enough money saved up then it's okay in my head to spend it all and just start all over like I'll that's easier like, well, I don't have, mm -hmm. well, this, this paycheck is not what I thought it was going to be, or it's not what I wanted. So it's okay to blow it off. Well, you know, it's like, well, I'm starting to save up and it's not saving up fast enough. Well, you know, or I'll go buy a shoes and it's like, well, I did this. And then the ads and ads and ads before I know it's like, I'm, I don't check the account or how much cash I'm I have left to over. It it. Yeah, dude, it's just like until it's done. Swipe yeah. and pray. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Don't, come on. Until it's just the cashier will let me know when I'm broke. Yep. <laughs> if it's God's will, it's gonna pass. <laughs> I told Bree, I was like, dude, I, because dude, you were. I got a letter in the mail, and it turned out to be a mistake. But I got a letter in the mail saying my license was suspended. And I told Bri, I was like, dude, I think my life's more unmanageable in recovery than it was in my addiction. She's like, no, you're just sober now. So now you realize all of the shit. I'm like, damn. Yeah. I guess so. But I'm the same way, bro. I'm dude, still. I'm, I'm bad, dude. I can't manage shit, dude. Jesus, <laughs> take the wood. When you're talking, it reminded me, like, I would go out, like, Friday night. And then be like, I'm just going out Friday night, crash out of this place. And then Sunday morning or Saturday morning, I'll just go home and. You know, not trying not to blow my check, you know, one night. And I would blow it all weekend, dude. Monday, Monday morning comes around. I haven't slept because I've been partying all weekend. And then sun rising, I was like, shit, I need to go to work. Hey, bro, let me borrow some clothes so I can go to work. <laughs> so I would borrow clothes from my friends, dude. And then I would just go to fucking work like that, dude. Hungover as shit, dude. Like, reeking of alcohol, dude. Like, fucking just look miserable, dude. And still think you're fooling yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. dude. Mm. It's crazy, dude. The that's, shit that we would do. That's where I think, like, a normal person that was in my that that happened to, uh, like at that at EDC, like a normal person that happened to, probably would have got back to the hotel, been like, "I'm exhausted," slept, and then continued to do whatever they were going to do the next day. <laughs> just like, I, I get back to the hotel it. and I go, "Give me the bottle." And I drink until the next day. Oh, yeah. like, Did you that's sleep the at all? No. Damn. <laughs> In three days. No, I slept after the the. That, first day that, but only but only until the booze were off because i couldn't sleep so i that's why i was mm. up before everybody else because everyone's sleeping my my booze wore off i couldn't fall asleep my eyes go bing and i'm like i gotta find alcohol somewhere and Oof. i go around the hotel and then come back waking everybody up because i'm drunk so that's <laughs> what my thought process is goes instead of getting sleep and going man i'm exhausted that's tiring maybe i'll take it easy the next day <laughs> i go bottle let's go <laughs> did any of your friends like after that say anything about any of it in the way you were drinking or did they also just assume Vegas? They, I mean, a couple of them were very like heavy drinkers too, but because of Vegas, right. but uh, yeah, I definitely think I put a, you know, I, th I think they saw me in a different light after that trip. So no one like said anything, but I think they all, you know, saw me in a different light. That's crazy. I remember the and first they, time I went to Vegas, dude, I was, I blew five grand, dude. And I didn't go to clubs. No, 
no nothing, dude. No gambling, nothing. I was like, how the fuck do you blow five grand on just bar hopping and booze, dude? It's mm-hmm. crazy, dude. Like, <laughs> so mad at that trip still, dude. Like, <laughs> I almost stole like a construction truck, dude. Like, they found me like on the doorstep of the hotel, dude. Because I apparently like we had like two rooms and like I tried to knock and I think I missed. And I just collapsed, like, boom, at the doorstep. And, like, one of my friends woke up, and it was, like, 10 in the morning that I was, like, showing up back to the room. And then everybody was already, like, kind of getting ready to, like, for day two. And I was just like, all right, give me some muscle relaxers, a little <laughs> bit of Coke, and and some tequila and a shower, and I'll be good to go, man. It's crazy, dude. I hate that fucking city. But yeah. I got a gambling problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to go. <laughs> yeah, the last time I went up there, I went up there for a job, proceeded to clear my bank account out in about 15 minutes Fuck, and got dude. pissed, dude. I was like just furious. I'm going to burn this fucking place to the ground. Just watch me. I was furious, dude. Proceeded to get hammered, just absolutely hammered and took the drive home. Like I drove up, spent 15 minutes, dropped off what I needed to drop off, spent 15 minutes in the casino lost all of my money and then drove home just hammered dude ended up having to pull up like i made one responsible decision that night and it was to pull off to the side of the road because i was so fucked up and i was so tired and then it wasn't until like this big ass semi just shook my car when it drove by that it woke me up and kind of sobered me up a little bit and then i finished off home Mm -hmm. but so i hate vegas dude i absolutely hate vegas but i and i think about all that stuff and i'm like dude what about any of it would have a normal person thinking like I'm doing just fine right now. Dude, this is yeah. crazy. Like, what am I, it's delusional. It's just mm-hmm. yeah, like like I said, I went with people that were drinking heavily in Vegas, and they all looked at me like, uh, uh. <laughs> like yeah, dude. So I it, I didn't I couldn't see it then, but it's like glaringly obvious now. I, I mean, I agree with you. Any normal person would have fucking dude. been somewhat more responsible, but that's just me. I I. I had a credit card and it was a hundred dollars for a lift there, hundred fifty dollars for a lift back. Even though I already paid two hundred fifty dollars for a shuttle, <laughs> so I can do it. Put it on the credit card. Put it on the credit card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's why I have the debt that I'm trying to pay off right now. Did you go all the way from I Seattle to Vegas? Yeah, we flew. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's but, crazy, man. Mm. Vegas, dude. That was the peak of my downfall on one work trip, dude. <laughs> that started, dude. Like, oh man. I was disappointed in Vegas because the first time I went there, I thought it was like, <laughs> like I was like, I'm ready to go, man. And then like it was like two o'clock and people started like the it, like the crowd started like dying out. And I was like, oh, what the fuck, dude? I thought this is like a 24 hour drinking place. Never yeah. Yeah. I was like, this is bullshit. Dude. Like, where's everybody <laughs> at New York? I don't know. No, the no city Vegas. that never sleeps. No, both. That's, that's Sin City. Both, dude. Oh, but anyways, dude, so I ended up partying like with bums and like people on the street, dude. I was like dude. buying them liquor, dude. Like I was just partying at a subway and shit, dude. Because like, mm-hmm. I just wanted to keep going, dude. And I got fucking tore up from the floor up, dude. Vegas t- tore my chewed tore me, me up, up and every, spit every me every out. fucking time, dude. I'd re- oh, man. I ended up with some characters in my hotel room one night in Vegas, dude. Mm-hmm. I gave my hotel away. <laughs> my room, dude. To who? To some dudes on the street. <laughs> Yeah, I was Mr. Generous, dude. That's, yeah, I was like, you still got a day out of character. Uh, I was like, I, I know. I was like, there's still a day on there, you know. Do it. It's on the, you know, company's. It's on the company's <laughs> card, dude. So we finished the job like a little early, dude. And horrible, dude. Someone could have overdosed on there. Something could have happened, dude. And yeah, it could have I mean, been your charged. Your card with, was still on liability. Uh, it wasn't. It was on the company card. Not company no. card, dude. Yeah, and somebody else's name, like, dude, that's stupid. And I thought that was normal, dude. Like. I would work all night and then 
I the the job got extended and I started kicking withdrawals like bad dude and nothing was I came across a bunch of other stuff but my drug of choice and it wasn't like you know calming me down and I was just like go out on the streets and like look for the stuff and then buy it and just go and use and then go to work all night and then do it all over again dude and like the job got extended and I ran out and and then we ended up finishing it and there was a couple more days on the hotel dude I was just like smoking heroin and doing meth and and drinking and you name it dude I had it there with just people on the street like I was just inviting people over dude like, inviting people <laughs> like it was crazy and I was just having a party in there dude like mm -hmm. it was like you know my coworkers saw it like go down dude but like they just thought I, I, I don't know it's kind of scary like how do you like I put them in a shitty situation dude where they, they can't really talk about it they can't really ask you like you know like like are you okay you have an issue or anything but I would just tell them like hey I'm just tired and it's this night work that's kicking my ass dude but right. it, it was just it's stupid dude stupid fucking decisions yeah it's crazy kind of when you think about it just when you're saying you know is it like saying the whole vegas thing and like especially the extremes of our addiction it's like it's like and we thought it was normal but it's not normal but even if you put it into the like very small perspective of majority of people have never smoked heroin or meth <laughs> once majority of people have never finished a half gallon of vodka to themselves once <laughs> or withdrawn from or alcohol. withdrawn from alcohol sure. so just that like very little part already makes us not normal but here we are thinking it think was normal it like <laughs> you know we were normal we were fine even mm. in the beginning <laughs> that's crazy dude. I didn't our think about it like that our normal, we start, our normal. Yeah, we, we start our conversation off so one day so you know i was smoking some heroin and, doing some <laughs> hey. and then you know like i ended up you know somewhere <laughs> I, I don't know where i went wrong yeah i don't know what happened dude. the story started off great <laughs> i remember every story like when i was like using and drinking it would be like dude i was fucked up and then it started the whole story dude now it's, yeah it's different, dude. <laughs> Some of the shit I've done, we've done, and we've shared with each other. It's crazy, man. Oh, I love it, dude. Sounds like that was like a real turning point in your career. <laughs> it was. It was. Don't get me wrong. It was still a good time. Oh, yeah. yeah but, downplay but, uh, I still love the fact that you're the color red. I know. Dude. Yeah, I, don't. <laughs> I can't explain How did it. Your, friend, your friends ate the acid, too, right? Yeah, they and were. They, they did okay? It was... They stuck together. That's the thing, you know, like... Yeah, you got to stick together when you're tripping. Yeah. Dude. So, I mean, like, that 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 part where I thought I was a color red was maybe, in all reality, like, five or ten minutes. But it know? feels forever. But it feels forever. But it was still at the very beginning of the... Tri this is all in, like, the first hour that we took the acid. Mm. Holy shit. Mm. Right? So, it's that it was all, you know, and then they stuck... And then, you know, how it, it, you come down from that really, like, intense at first, and then it comes down and you go throughout the night. So that they were all together for that going throughout the night part. I was walking around by myself. Yeah, that's scary. <laughs> it was with four hundred thousand people, I'm like. Mm. I learned my lesson about tripping balls by myself, dude. Oh, uh, dude. I I was at my house one time. And I was like seventeen, and I had this this mac daddy mushroom. This thing like was the picture, like the poster that we see. That's what this was. And I and my plan was to watch movies and make music all night. And I was going to be so creative and I was going to let the juices flow and all this type of stuff. I eat this thing in about an hour in, like I'm having, I'm laughing my ass off. My dad comes home. I think I'm going to be alone all day. Mm -hmm. My dad comes home and I'm trying to be normal. I'm trying to sit there. <laughs> That's the worst, dude. I'm just like looking at like the, the TV and all of a sudden the walls just. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
And my dad's like, you good? I'm like, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You know? And then I got so freaked out and panicked, dude. I stormed up to my room and I just start sitting Indian style. I, I, yeah. Like crisscross apples. Crisscross yeah. applesauce, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I went up to my room and in the dark, I just sat in the dark and I thought I was going to die. I thought my entire family was going to die. Mm. I thought like all this crazy shit. I thought I was fried. Same way. I was like tripping. Panicking. <laughs> panicking my dad comes up he's like dude what the fuck are you doing just sitting in the dark i was like nothing i got so i don't even know what i said to him he goes to walk away and like as he's walking away i'm like okay moment of truth i was like dad <laughs> dad <laughs> that fear that I, was like, I, gotta, yeah, I was like i gotta tell you something he's like what i was like Listen, man, I ate some mushrooms. I'm having a fucking bad trip right now. <laughs> and that's the first thing he told me. He said, why the fuck did you eat them by yourself? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I was going to make music and it was going to be fucking awesome. He's like, <laughs> and he's like, dude, come downstairs. And I'm like, no, I can't go down there because my little brother's down there. And if I go down there, this is what he's going to say. And he's going to look at this. And then this is going to happen. And then this Damn. is going to happen. I was going off, bro. And he just looks at me and goes, oh, yeah. It's not going to happen. Come downstairs. Come downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like that. And I, so I finally got downstairs and like nothing happened that in my mind I was convinced was going to happen. And it like kind of calmed me down, but I was still kind of tripping. And again, I'm like 16 or 17 at this point and Bree's, you know, 15 years old and he calls Bree and it's like one in the morning or something at this point. He's like, Hey man, I don't know what you got to tell your parents, but I need you over here. Cause I got to fucking work in the morning. And this kid's got about another six hours to go. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take care of him. So Bree uh, somehow got over there, dude, and fucking took care of me. So <laughs> it wore off. That's crazy. So that's, I learned my lesson about tripping balls alone, mm. dude. That was scary, bro. I used to do them alone all the time. Man. Really? And you yeah. were fine? Mm-hmm. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, there was, yeah, sometimes there was something like, there was like some type of pleasure of pushing like my mind to a certain extent. Like I, I would trip balls and try to like control the, the hallucinations and all kinds How'd of crazy shit. It was horrible, dude. <laughs> <laughs> shit, dude. Okay. Dude, like that one time that I, I like, what is it called? Candy flipping? When you like, yeah. do like ecstasy and like all. And, and, yeah. Yeah. And let's, let's not. I think okay. mushrooms. Educational class. Not good. <laughs> Don't try this at home. Yeah. So. Disclaimer. So I did all this psychedelics and like ecstasy and stuff like that, dude. And like, I did it by myself because I was like, I got to do this by myself. And at the time I had barely moved to Phoenix and I didn't really have friends or anything like that. I just, you know, the dudes that that I would hang out with, like the burnouts, I guess you could say, in the continuation school that I was going to. And I ended up copying up all this stuff, dude. And like, I took them in a room by myself at night while everybody's asleep. And I started tripping balls, dude. Like, I looked in the mirror, I turned into a werewolf. I ended up getting like a piercing needle, taking it to my face. It was a bloody mess, dude. What and then, the fuck, then dude? I put a strobe light in the fucking bathroom. <laughs> I put my stereo in there, dude. I cranked some fucking music, dude. And then like I put the strobe feel light. like Jordan's getting hyped now. Dude, I put the strobe <laughs> light on top of like the shower head. So you could like it was strobe lighting like through the fucking the shower in the water, dude. And I was like seeing demons and oh, I was Jesus, I was sorry. off the deep end, dude. I was in there for like who knows how long, dude. <laughs> It was horrible, dude. I woke up the next day when it wore off and it was just blood everywhere, dude. It was just crazy. That reminds me of fucking Hot Rod. He's like, I got this acid, but I can't do it. He's like, well, I'll do it. So I got home and I got on my binge grinder. <laughs> you got like a fucking knife in his head. Out of his head. That was me, dude. And I thought it was cool. Oh, oh dude. <laughs> no. That's these should have been like clear cut 
signs. Oh yeah. That we, you know, maybe we should just stay away. Even we on them. weed, man, I would trip out. Never liked it. Never liked oh, it. I loved it for oh, a while. Yeah, it turned on weed. me. Though. It turned. It turned. It turned on me for real. It turned on me shortly before I got real bad on opiates, man. Real bad. I mean, but again, mm. all of it, dude. It's it's horrible. It, it it really was, man. I, I think back and I thought I was doing so good, man. I thought I was doing so good. And obviously, like there was a different level for me, like when I when I, I, I switched something. I, I don't I I wouldn't have lasted either way. I know that. I wouldn't have lasted. But I thought I was doing so good. I thought because I had that whole social acceptability thing, I had a car, I had a job, I had a house, I you know, I had a girlfriend, like all this type of stuff. I, I, I thought I was okay. But I was just slowly but surely destroying my life. I was destroying myself. These times were getting less and less fun. Mm -hmm. It was no longer like a fun thing to drink all night and then go to work without any sleep and then continue mm. and then just be freaking just hung over as shit if I even allowed myself to get hang hung over because I just continued drinking. Like, it sounds horrible now. And it Awful. wasn't fucking fun, man. Like it's what started off as fun. What what was that? Your fun, fun with problems, and then just problems. problems. Yeah, and then just problems. To just listening to you guys, like my mind just like went through a million fucking situations of unmanageability that my addiction played like on my life, and it was like, damn, I, I, I had so many different like times, like memories run through my mind that I can't even, I couldn't even capture one of them. <laughs> like, just <laughs> yeah, when you started talking about acid and shit, I was like, holy shit, dude, like. <laughs> oh man, it's <laughs> a, <real> <laughs> a real knee slap. Oh man, dude. The, yeah, one time me and two of my friends, dude, we fucking we got some acid off some young kid that they knew. Like, we were like in our, tw you know, it's probably twenty three years old, twenty four, and. They, my buddies were a couple years younger than me and then they knew some kid that was like 17 16 17 they're like yeah we're gonna, we're gonna get some acid this is the first time i ever ate actual acid i always did mushrooms before <laughs> all right so <laughs> they're like i'm like I'm like this is shit like who the fuck like i sold drugs dude like a lot of drugs so i'm like this fucking kid dude he ain't got nothing dude like this 7 16 17 year old kid ain't got no good acid is that the time you <laughs> yeah dude so, I, uh, yeah. so, so we go meet i made that mistake so too. we go meet with this kid dude and then I'm, my buddies are talking up acid dude like oh it's so good dude because they were like into the hallucinogenics and i was like all right man cool dude let's do it like i'm pumped about this and they were like, it's way better than shrooms. I'm like, all right, man. Cause like shrooms started, I couldn't start. I like sh shrooms took over my mind, dude. Like at toward like later on. Mm -hmm. So we, we get in this, like meet this kid. We, we get these hits of acid and I take two of them and, and my buddies take like three or four each. And, uh, then we, we go back to my house, dude. And there was like a, we had what a couple, a couple girls like came over and hung out with us. So, this freaking trip, dude, this acid starts to kick in, dude. And and it's and they're like my I'm looking at my buddies and they're like looking at the looking at each other kind of weird and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm like, I start feeling this shit and they're like, like this isn't normal, dude. Like, this isn't normal. That's what they, <laughs> that's that's what what they said. Told. That's what they said. This is my first time ever tripping on acid. And I was like, what the fuck do you mean this ain't normal? <laughs> I, so, so, I started, so I started freaking out, dude. I'm like Oh shit! What the fuck? What? So they, they end they, <laughs> this trip, ends up going on, dude. For, and we're on the upstairs of my of my room. Oh yeah, we take us at like two in the morning, right? And, oh fuck, great idea. And I and, and I thought it was just gonna be like six eight hours, you know, and I'd be like coming down, I'd be cool. Well, I already 
I, you know, I, I get deep into my trip and it's about, I don't know, the sun starts coming up and I had like these big, like three bay windows upstairs, like in my room and I could look out and it was just, and it was fall time and I could see all the trees, like the woods and it was all the colors were just like melting together. And I can remember all three of us just standing there <laughs> looking <laughs> yeah, out dude. the window for, for like hours they're watching this, like, you know, in the, in the morning and, and my buddy, like had these girls over and my but my buddy was like hooking up with this girl, like tripping on you know the whole time. <laughs> Not for yeah, I was it tight. Well, he was, no, like it, it was fucked up, but he like wasn't wasn't wearing a condom the whole time. Like it was just uh, it, I could get I could get deep. Like it was crazy shit. But anyways, uh, my how do you know that by the way? Because <laughs> I had to go get a, dude. It, I'm not even gonna get into it, dude. So. My my one friend, like, oh yeah, I forgot about this part of it, dude. My my buddy, he sees a, a freaking big ass spider. And for some reason, he proceeds to grab this spider. And I'm talking like a big ass spider. Dude. Jordan's out. <laughs> and he, Jordan, he's he's out. In front of me, me, my buddy, and these two girls, he takes this spider and puts it in his mouth and eats it alive while we're Jordan's gone. While, we lost Jordan. Gone. Thank you for listening to another episode. <laughs> so while we were tripping, dude. And I'm like, I'm freaking blown away. And this is like so <laughs> Jordan's about to throw up. This is like the darkest trip ever, dude. Oh. I can't even ex- <laughs> like explain it. So sun comes up. We're, I'm like off in my room by this time like my buddy's in his room like it was two separate rooms my buddy's in his room like with that chick and then my my other friend like in my room and that other girl's like sleeping and and I'm just sitting there like in this other freaking world that is super dark like I thought this was never gonna end dude and the sun starts coming way. up you know and and then like whatever the sun's up for like an hour a couple hours and and I'm sitting there just like don't know what the fuck is going on and all of a sudden dude I hear Donald <laughs> fucking screw my name. And I was like, Oh shit, dude. It was like, <laughs> he was like, Donald, wake the fuck up. We got to go to work. I was like, <laughs> I was like Oh no. shit, dude. I, so I planned this job. Like with this, when I was doing construction, I had like my excavator and I, I bid this job and I planned it. But, you know, I thought I could take acid at two in the morning and it would be worn off by the time I, you know, was going to go do this job. At what time in the morning? At nine in the morning. Oh, fuck. So I and he's just screaming my name and I'm like, I'm fucking in panic mode, dude. I'm scared to death right now. (laughs) 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 Like, I'm I seriously was so fucking scared. (laughs) I I end up he keeps yelling, yelling. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm coming. I'm coming (laughs) for like an hour, dude. He's yelling. And finally, I, I make it downstairs. And he's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I was like, dude, I took some acid last night. I thought it was going to be worn off by now. And it's not. And it's really, really strong acid, dude. <laughs> so, and this, I, I end up making it out. Like, I, I drive my truck with a trailer with a freaking big ass excavator on the back of it to this job, tripping balls on this. It ended up being experimental acid Jeez. it was called doc so this shit was like extremely strong and it was like some experimental shit that wasn't <laughs> legit acid that we took i end up taking this truck whatever i go to this job i tear this i, I well i try to run the machine <laughs> and tear this building down so you're like, running an excavator i'm running a big excavator ask, tripping on balls on acid <laughs> tearing this big ass block building down 
but I can't even get a fucking piece of this building into the dump truck because I'm so <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> My dad is standing there. Well, I, can, I remember all this, dude. He's standing there looking at me like just shaking his head. <laughs> He's like, get the fuck out of me. <laughs> And I was like, I got this. I got this. And he's like, get the fuck out of the machine. So he finally made me get out, dude. And I just, I was there for like, I don't know, four hours tripping balls watching him do this. And then I had to proceed to go talk to the homeowners to get paid by them for doing this job. Holy shit, and I, dude. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we need something else fixed. You know, you come, come take a look at it. And I'm like. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> like, they want to like, don't make I'm me like, do it. I'm like looking at their hot water tank, and he's asking me questions like what they should do to like Holy fix their place. And I'm like, and I can remember like looking back now. He was looking at me like, what the fuck is wrong? With this dude? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so I, up, I get the I get a check off of him. Freaking pack the shit up. I I end up you know I take the machine back to my house. Well. My friends are still there. <laughs> Holy shit. Still tripping as I'm still tripping. This this what, trip. How are you on by this point? This was like five, six. I don't know. Tw- good 12, you know, 12 hours, 13 hours. I'm still tripping mm-hmm. hard, oh, yeah. harder than ever, dude. It's like it's I, we end up sitting in my room in my house for the next whole freaking night tripping. This stuff ends up lasting like two and a half days. Dude. Oh, my God. Of sitting in my room upstairs, a like nightmare. After, yeah, dude, it was like a nightmare that never fucking ended. That's crazy, man. Gosh, dude. Did you so, guys ever have a good trip? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. oh, oh a I lot. Love, oh, I had great trips, but that trip was like my trip wasn't even bad. Though it was just I lost my friends, but the trip itself was fine. <laughs> so yeah, I don't recommend doing. DLC. But once it, when they start coming or down, drugs. Like, yeah, <laughs> does it get bad for you guys too? Yeah, yeah. Like dark. In general, yeah. yeah. That shit happened to me right, all the time, dude, man. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I, you know, like we wanted, we wanted an episode that we could just kind of giggle at. And honestly, I didn't, we didn't plan it, but I think acid stories just is, is a good to tell some uh, war stories, but are also have the giggles. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think <laughs> I, well, I had, the, I had the exact same experience Dylan had with mushrooms on my first trip. I thought my whole family died and like, I had to come clean dude to my family. Like when <laughs> they did come, come home, I had to. And I remember sitting like at my kitchen island, like just like like I was like the biggest freaking disappointment like ever because I was tripping on mushrooms. Like, but I had to tell them, dude. It's like that. Yeah, it was bad, man. Oh uh, my god! First mushroom trip was. (laughs) I'm out. (laughs) <laughs> I'm out, dude. Oh, I'm sitting here thinking. Unmanageable, all, all, bro. All the, all the trip, it was so man. unmanageable, man. And Some, those were all just warning signs. Yeah. I feel like those were just all so many warning signs. It's just how bad it is, man. And then there's always that turning point. You know, that Vegas trip, like when you come home and start withdrawing, that's a serious turning point in alcoholism. That first withdrawal from alcohol, that's a serious turning point. Mm -hmm. You know, Bree was just talking about that trip that we took uh, when I was all jacked up. You know, we went to Napa and and I'm such a freaking asshole, dude. I, I'm, I'm in recovery at this point and I'm, and I'm super bad on fentanyl and she has no idea that I'm, that I'm even, she thinks if I. I was getting clean, but she didn't realize I had like made the switch to fentanyl at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm over there, dude. 
and I'm at all these wine tours. We go to all these wine tours, and I'm sitting there nodding out, telling everyone, nope, I'm sober, I'm not drinking. We go to all these wine tours. I even have the balls that when I get back, I go to a meeting. I'm like, yeah, I went to all these wine tours, and I didn't take a sip. <laughs> like I'm all like trying to brag about it, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But that was like kind of that trip that the floodgates opened, and I made an ass out of myself that trip, and I was just horrible looking, and I'm looking at – she showed me pictures of how I looked now, and – Again, you asked me right then and there, I didn't have a problem. Mm-hmm. I, 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 hey, I'm in Napa. I, I took you to Napa, didn't I? You know, like I got all of these excuses as to why I'm okay and why what I'm doing is fine and it's not a problem. The floodgates got open that trip. And thank God, man. Like, really thank God. Because that, again, now it's kind of one of those things that started the journey that I needed to get closer and closer to that misery, that depression, that gift of desperation that would eventually eventually lead me into recovery. Because yeah. again, as funny as it is to talk about all this yeah. shit now, it's funny now because we survived it. You know yeah. I mean? like, that's it's no shit, dude. Like I, a lot of this stuff was not fun. It was scary, dude. It was scary a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. And I, I had, like you said, just having a withdrawal from alcohol and not not knowing that was terrifying to me like i didn't know what it was you know i'm <laughs> i'm googling fucking the the jolt i'm googling like you know what happens if you you know do this and you know if, if you google if you have a cold the internet tells you you're gonna die so mm-hmm. you know i've seen all this stuff like you need to go to the hospital and blah blah, blah and all this i'm like ah. but yeah it's it, it's terrifying and i think you know because we're addicts and we like, that's just how our brain is programmed. We don't do anything in, you know, moderation. Everything gets taken to excess and we're always looking for that next, that next thing. You know, like I said, a normal person would have came back and, and went to sleep, but I was like, let's keep drinking. Cause that's how I feel better. Totally. Is by drinking. Even in sobriety. Yeah. Just with the fireworks. Couldn't just light them off. I couldn't just light them off. You had to put them in each other's pockets. I couldn't just light one off. I had to ollie through it. Yep. Proceeded to burn my eyelid because I needed to ollie through fireworks going off. Like all that adrenaline rush. Like you said, man, it's everything is taken to the extreme. Mm. And it's one of those things where like I need the program because I still need to be taught how to live. Yeah. Like I'm still this like little kid that needs to be told what to do. Like do this, pray meditate, work this step, work this step, call this person. Like I almost need it mapped out for me because I'll still make a mess out of my life. And my life will still be unmanageable in recovery. If I do not like work a program Yeah, and it's been proven mm-hmm. time and time again, ask the IRS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I get, I get annoyed with it sometimes a little bit because I'm like, this thing treats me like a, a fucking child. This program does. And it's like, I'm, you know, Stop talking to me like that. And then it's like, ah, well, you're a baby. Yeah. You're still learning. You have to be talked to like that because when you were left on your own, you created a mess. So now these things need to be put in place because you need to learn how to do it. Oh, dude. And it's like, I never learned to adult. Yeah. And I just got a text message yeah. getting my ass ripped because my room was dirty. <laughs> <laughs> like nice. I'm 30 and I'm still like, clean my room dude yeah <laughs> like fuck it's rough it's rough like i said i need to be told what to do life's the life's still unmanageable but it's a lot more manageable now than it was then oh 100 <laughs> dude and honestly when i work my program yeah life's pretty fucking good yeah and i'm usually a pretty good person you know what i mean sometimes i guess hmm. it's debatable 
<laughs> I'm just kidding, dude. We love you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Got a daily Donnie for mm. us? Yeah, I do, Dylan. Actually, it's... uh. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of which one, dude. Uh, probably, dude. Uh, winners, winners never... <laughs> Don't even fucking do it. <laughs> No, he was. He bro. was going for it, Don't dude. Don't do it. He was going for it. <laughs> Winners never quit and quitters never win. Uh, unless you're, not unless you're in recovery. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan gave it I to like me. it. I like I'm it. Done. I dropped the mic. Dude. I'm all I'm all about it. Okay. And that was the daily dog. Oh man. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that was fun. Thanks for the laugh. I needed the laugh. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Thank you guys. I appreciate that. Goomer, Jordan. Donnie, thank you guys for keeping me clean today. Everyone out there, thank you so much for being a part of the recovery. I'm still new to this, so I don't really know which way to look. But if you like this show, share it with someone, hit that subscribe button. And uh, thank you for listening to another episode of Not So Anonymous. Boom.